0: Welcome to the Cairo Radio Rundown, the only show big enough metaphorically speaking to handle all the Cairo Radio hosts at the same time. I'm Jake Rummel. By day, the producer of The Tom and Curly Show. And by night, the man who opens the blinds and allows you to look through the Puget Sound's Overton window in 15-minute increments, sometimes less. The big headline on Monday was that Seattle Mayor Jenny Durkin confirmed a speculation of many and announced she won't be seeking a second term. This is her explaining why to Q13's Brandi Cruz.
1: After a lot of conversations with my family and friends and really thinking about what the coming year holds for Seattle... I've made the decision not to seek a second term. You know, we've been through just a really difficult, challenging, brutal year in 2020. And unprecedented doesn't even come close to what Seattle and the rest of our region and country have experienced. But we're not out of the woods. We still are going to be fighting COVID for the coming months in Seattle. We've got to rebuild our downtown and our neighborhoods. We've got to bring our economy back. Uh, deliver a vaccine, and continue the hard work on building more equity. I really believe that I had a choice to make. I could either spend the year campaigning to keep the job or spend my energies focused on doing the job. And I believe there's only one right thing for Seattle, and that's to do the job. G. Scott
2: Nurse Leroy team were on the air when this news broke. Here's what that sounded like. COVID attacks underlying issues. This is one of them. And It's been an issue here in the city of Seattle, and I think over the last few months, I think the mayor has not done a good job at all. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. Where's our police chief? Huh. Oh, you mean like police Carmen chief? Best? Carmen Best is not here anymore. What happened with What happened down there? Quote the summer of love. What happened down there with Chop? Hey, let, let's keep it a buck, everybody. Okay. Let's COVID keep, attacks yeah, underlying right. issues, and this is one of them. So you know what? This was good. I'm glad she's not running for re-election. OK, but
1: here it's, it's almost OK. So I'm going to say that I'm not surprised. And I think a few months ago I said the summer of love comment. That was it. That did her in. There was just no way that she was going to recover from that. And she really hasn't. I will say that she doesn't get credit for the for what she does. And I think so much of her problem is a uh, poor style of communication and not being able to get out the word that uh, what she has done. And she has been a moderating voice in in term, even though many people don't see it that way because so many people think that, that Seattle has lost its way. And, uh, and I think a lot of that is the city council. So beware what you wish for because now who's going to take the place of Jenny Durkin, right? So it'll be interesting to see who comes in as someone who is going to be running for mayor. And I know that uh, some of the council members have talked about wanting to do that as well. So it'll be interesting. I'm not surprised. I'm just worried unless we get a really good candidate. This seems like the worst time to have...
2: A produced uh, piece to let us know. I that? know. Oh my goodness, <laughs> I Guys, know. You know what? You know what? I yes. should. I, I should just just. <laughs> I know. I need to. You know how sometimes you there's a pitcher during the game and you need a relief pitcher. I need to call somebody from the bullpen because Yeah, boy, I I tell But
1: you. this just goes with everything else, which is I think that her communication style has just not worked, and and <sighs> and I think that. A lot of that did her end.
0: Dory
3: Monson, obviously
0: not a big fan of Jenny Durkin, still raised concerns about who might replace her.
3: Jenny Durkin, I certainly disagree with her on many, many issues. But uh, with her stepping down, that opens up the door for a true Marxist to try to get control of city government, somebody uh, who would... Not just cut the police, but try to abolish the police, turn Seattle into the crime capital, maybe of the world. Maybe, uh, maybe we can start rivaling places like Juarez, Mexico. Uh, if we get the right Marxist in place, uh, a lot of people asked me if I would consider running for Se- or Seattle mayor. I'll uh, I'll have an answer to that question.
0: Still sticking with the way We're just going to fast forward about thirty minutes of a show and get to this point.
3: There's a couple of short answers. One, I don't ever want to be a politician. It seems like the worst job imaginable. Uh, and I think that it does corrupt the soul of most of the people who are in politics, and why somebody would aspire to something that is by its very nature soul corrupting. I think I think you gotta have something wrong with you to want to be in politics. Secondly, I don't live inside the city, but here's the most important bottom line. I only do things. That I am confident I can win, at, and, and I do believe when I was seriously looking into and getting some significant financial support from the business community, I I truly believe that I could have won a gubernatorial race. And a lot of people think that that's just crazy and it's all talk until you go and prove it. But I I just don't want to be in politics. But if I'd gotten into the governor's race, I would have gotten in to win. Seattle, there's no way. There's no way. Somebody like me, a free market person, a more of a populist, who doesn't embrace radical ideology on any side of the spectrum, I just you can't do it right now in Seattle. There's going to have to be – I mean, Jenny Durkin – was considered not liberal enough. Jenny Durkin wasn't liberal enough. And here's the thing about Jenny Durkin: I, you know, she and her partner are worth up to a quarter billion dollars. I don't know why she ever wanted to take on the grief of being mayor. Uh, as I said, I th- I just think there's something wrong with people who aspire to offices like that. Plus, I have way more influence doing my little radio show than I can have as as a mayor. So I choose not to run.
0: John Curley pointed out he doesn't think Dory's alone in his disinterest in the position, though he does start out this clip
2: criticizing Durkin's excuse for not running. We had the governor running around wanting to be the president of the United States, and he, and that's a much bigger job, That is a huge job, much bigger budget. He was able to travel all around the United States to a whole, he's on a plane constantly he was out of office but still able to keep the great state of washington running but the mayor of a town of the size of seattle is not allowed would not be able to campaign and keep the great engine of seattle going to keep the homelessness going to keep the homicide rate the drug use all of that going as she's been able to keep this thing going so she would not be able to campaign and continue to have the city go into the toilet so she bails out now and i'll tell you why because She doesn't want the job. And who would want the job? This was Tom
0: Tangney's immediate response to John, where he talked about his belief that Durkin's plight is similar to another mayor in Seattle's history.
4: I think that it is a universal truth that you have to keep an eye on the election when you're doing your job. Almost every single House of Rep guy, especially because or woman (laughs) has to leave has to campaign every two years, they say it's a two year stint and you spend one the second year of that two years campaigning for it that it is a big drain and i do think that she will without having f- have to focus also on her re-election campaign mm-hmm. she will be able to use all of her uh forces to uh you know be the uh be the mayor for seattle for one, t- one more time and also you take the political component out of it for her mm-hmm. If she announces she's not running for reelection, it's a bit like when Denny Heck said he wouldn't run for governor if he became governor. Um, if Inslee left and he was run- he's a lieutenant governor and he's going to become the uh, governor, yeah. he would not run for election. It takes some of the political animosity and steam out of that. So I think it's a smart move. Now, would she have made <laughs> this if she thought she was riding high in the polls? Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. But given that it's a difficult situation that she's in, this I think was probably the the smartest way to handle it. Why does somebody not do well in the polls? Well, okay, so here's my theory. My theory is that she is our latest version of Paul Schell. Paul Schell is another mayor who I thought was very smart, great guy, I really liked him, mm-hmm. but he but circumstances overwhelmed him. He was the mayor if people don't know during <laughs> WTO. Uh-huh. And and all of that and there're just too many things happening in the in the overall societal world that he as a little old mayor could not overcome there was a lot of upset we also lost our uh uh you know the head of uh, chief of police then too, norm stamper uh there was the uh the um was it the 4th of July? I forget now what anyway, they had, you know, that that big uh, um, celebration they always have, and then somebody died. It's like, there are big things that happen that are more than just okay, are we arguing about the budget? Should we give more to schools or less to schools? She was caught up in the the historical moment and uh-huh. wasn't big enough to handle it, and neither was Shell, and I think it's a shame, because I think they'd be good mayors in other circumstances and these in, in these particular uh, situation, it was harder to overcome, and uh, Paul's Shell didn't not run. He ran for re-election and came in third, I think. You know, lost. But I sort of see them as similar. The events were uh, bigger than they bargained for when they became mayor.
0: On Seattle's Morning News, Colleen O'Brien, Dave Ross, and G. Scott all speculated about what kind of person it takes
2: to be mayor and on who could possibly fill those shoes. I, I gotta say that some of the things that have gone on lately, I don't think that the city of Seattle wanted some of the things to happen that way, at least the majority. So it's a great communicator, and someone is doing and listening to what the people in this city want.
1: I mean, who is that? I, I don't live in Seattle, so maybe it, but I, you know, work in Seattle. So I'm familiar with most of the names out there that typically go for these offices. And I can't think of somebody who doesn't have an outside agenda who simply wants to be a leader, a uniter, and mm-hmm. let the city council worry about
2: the numbers and the potholes. Right. Good point. Um, right? I, I, like, I, yeah. Who, who? Yeah. Well, yesterday on the show, we talked about that. Uh, for some reason, the text line was blowing up with Dave Ross. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I was like, I text him back. I was like, I haven't even. Seen Dave Ross. I don't even know where he is, so I don't know if Dave Ross is going to work. <laughs> but I also said that uh, Chief Carmen Bess. That I Ooh, thought that that would be a great be a name to throw into the yeah. to the hat right there. So that would be a good idea. Um, and maybe Colleen. Maybe we don't know it. The person. Maybe the person that is the next leader and mayor of this town is a name that we're not even talking about. Hmm. Well,
3: Lauren Culp is free.
1: Oh, right. Oh, Dave, you <laughs> but he didn't lose you a the fresh set of eyes, yet, Dave. He hasn't conceded, therefore he's still running, so that's he's right. not open for another office. That's right.
0: So that's the rundown for December 8th, 2020. Once again, I'm Jake Rommel. I also produce, edit, and mix the show with the assistance of the other producers here at Kyber Radio. If you don't always have time to listen to every Kyber Radio show, but you'll always have time for the Kyber Radio rundown. Thanks for listening, and see you on Tuesday. <laughs>